From legendary locals we all know to people you should get to know. Follow Ipswich Today on your favourite app and never miss an episode. Or go to ipswichtoday.com.au Coming up, Councillor Nicole Jonick resigns from four Ipswich City Council committees in protest over leadership in council. More new homes for seniors. Ipswich Youth Film Festival is back. Free flu vaccines for a limited time. And seven school students join Westmorton Health. It's Friday, July 21, 2023, and I'm Alan Roebuck. Welcome to Ipswich Today, which acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which it is produced and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. This podcast is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. In this episode, a quick wrap of local news, so here's what's happening. The biggest council news of the week, as revealed in the Ipswich Tribune and local Ipswich News, is Nicole Jonick's resignation from four council committees, but staying on the Growth, Waste and Infrastructure Committee. Both papers refer to Nicole Jonick's concerns about council leadership. Councillor Jonick told the Tribune she made the decision to stand down from the committees after continuous attempts to foster a healthy culture. Meanwhile, in local Ipswich News, Councillor Jonick said it was time to invest more time in Division 2. In what is probably the most significant challenge to Theresa Harding since being elected Mayor, I'll put this issue to the Mayor during our regular monthly interview after the next Council meeting on July 27. Look for links for both papers in the show notes where you can read both stories, including speculation that Nicole Jonick will run for Mayor in eight months' time. Work is well underway on 41 new homes in Ipswich, designed to cater for older folks wanting to downsize to smaller, more manageable accommodation. The 41 homes will consist of 35 one-bedroom units and six two-bedroom units, which will in turn free up homes for families in the region. Expected to be completed later next year, a community room will also be included, providing areas for social interaction between tenants with plans to form a social committee and hold fundraising activities. The complex will also include an office space for Churches of Christ Housing Services staff, such as support workers and a chaplain, offering a private and secure space to support tenants. Member for Ipswich Jennifer Howard has thanked Churches of Christ for the work they've done to secure 40 additional homes for seniors in Ipswich. Free flu vaccines are available from Saturday July 22 until August 31 this year. A timely reminder has been issued by the member for Bundamba Lance McCallum, who rolled up his sleeve to get his shot. The vaccine is recommended for anyone over the age of six months as we continue into the peak flu season. Influenza causes many hospitalisations for children and older people and vaccination will help protect your family, friends, loved ones and our local community. If you've got any questions or concerns about the vaccination, speak to your GP or call 13Health. That's 13-432584. Ipswich City Council has received more than 500 submissions on the draft Ipswich Plan 2024 as public consultation on the new planning scheme wraps up. Council said the draft plan will help the city plan for the city's rapid population growth over the next 20 years. Ipswich is Queensland's fastest growing city. The current population of 248,000 is expected to grow to 535,000 by 2046. 
Congratulations to Ipswich's Gavin Turner on making it through five episodes of The Great Australian Bake Off before being sent home by the judges. I spoke to Gav last month and I asked him about whose idea it was for him to audition for the show. Um, yeah, I had a friend that put it to me one day saying, oh, have you seen that Facebook application of Australia's Greatest Bake Off, you know? Why don't you have a go? And I went, no, I'll get in on that, you know, and sort of had doubt towards it. And then re- the reply came back, I'll have a go, will you? I went, oh, bloody hell. So I started <laughs> reading it. And, uh, yeah, so you had to read, the, like, the terms and conditions, which is like a 10-page contract sort of thing. And then, oh, my God, you know, kept reading. I thought, oh, okay, and then you had to put your email in and, couple of photos of cakes or biscuits or anything, pastries or bread that you've made. So I put that in and then you had to do like it um, right at the end. Oh, can you do a minute and a half video of us so we can meet you? Why do you want to be on the show? And and that's just sort of like the, the normal standard application process, which has just finished um, recently for the next season. Um, so, yeah, I did that. And then, yeah, from there it just sort of, I had one of the executives ring and say, look, you know, we're really keen on your application. Can we have a chat? That's sort of involved in there and then to an interview and that's how the process sort of works and that's sort of what states, I think, you know, and their web pages and that. But it's just such an exciting venture all the way through. One, knowing all the thousands of people that <laughs> applied for it and you're one of the 12, you think, well, that's, that's a right. Win. Yeah. That's a win in its own right. Ipswich Film Festival for Youth is back for 2023. Ipswich is home to unrivaled youth talent and Council is now calling for young filmmakers to showcase their skills and creative flair as part of the Ipswich Film Festival for Youth. Budding producers and directors aged 7 to 25 are invited to submit their short films ahead of the closing date of Friday, September 15. Entries must be no longer than five minutes and will be judged on storyline, editing techniques, use of effects and the inclusion of the festival camera logo, allowing plenty of room for entrance creativity and imagination. During the recent school holidays, dinosaurs took over Nicholas Street, which led to some impressive visitor numbers released by Council this week. It claims the dinosaurs contributed to a record number of 50,000 attendances to the precinct. The display of around 28 lifelike animatronic dinosaurs provided an exciting way for visitors to learn about the prehistoric creatures, as well as family-friendly games, activities and dinosaur-themed food and services. The record number of attendances extended to the Ipswich Central Library, which welcomed 9,686 visitors, and the Ipswich Children's Library, a whopping 23,674 visitors during the holidays. And seven schoolchildren have joined Westmorton Health this month, taking their first steps towards a career in health. Six of the trainees have joined the nursing division, while the seventh has joined Westmorton's allied health team. Clinical facilitator Robert Winstone said the students from Bremer and Red Bank Plain State High Schools, Bellbird Park Secondary College, Ipswich Girls Grammar and St Mary's College were part of the Deadly Start school-based trainees program. During the program, trainees are supported by the Ipswich Hospital's clinical department team, mentors and the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander health team. Robert Winstone said the students had completed a Certificate 2 in Health Service Assistant and would embark on the Certificate 3 program with Westmorton Health. That's it for this episode. Just a reminder to look for handy links in the show notes. Ipswich Today is supported by Kinetics 
people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. This podcast is listener-supported. Please make a once-only gift or regular donation to help keep it online. Just go to ipswitchtoday.com.au. Follow and stream this podcast from your favourite app, including iHeartRadio, or play Ipswich Today on smart speakers. Music is supplied by Purple Planet Music. This is Alan Roebuck. Thank you for listening. Enjoying Ipswich today? Please share the love on your socials.